Content presented on the following podcast is for information purposes only. The views and opinion expressed from host and caregivers are solely given based on the experiences of the individuals involved. Because each person is so unique, always consult your physician, physical or occupational therapist, or medical and fitness advice. Are you struggling to help your aging parents or disabled spouse to do everyday personal care tasks? Are you concerned about them falling or you injuring yourself? What is the task that is so difficult for you to help them to do? You are not alone. We can help. Finding a Foothold is a weekly podcast show that invites you to call in and tell us your challenge. Here, you can receive practical tips and strategies from an occupational therapist. And here is your host, Consuela Marshall. Hello, this is Consuela, and thanks for tuning in to another episode of Finding a Foothold. I'm glad to be back this week. I wasn't able to do an episode last week because of some things that had come up, but I'm excited to be back this week just to encourage you caregivers who are there just to remind you you're not alone, that there are many of us out here doing what you're doing. And we're finding a way to do it well. We're finding a way to make it easier. I can't tell you whatever caregiving ever gets easy, but there are ways of making it easier. And that's what I'm here to do today, to encourage you to let you know that, hey, if you want to make this journey easier, If you want to make it as enjoyable as you can, you're in the right place. I want you to know that this does not have to be a doom and gloom. It it won't be a bed of roses, but it does not have to be a nightmare. Not every day. Oh, there will be days when you are like full, full to the brim of stuff you you feel like throwing the towel in and I'm like, I'm done with this. I can't do this anymore. You'll have those days. And if those days are often, then maybe we need to look at how you're doing things. Yeah. I want you to look at how you're doing things and just seeing where in your heart you're at, where you're at. If this is for you to do, maybe it is for you to do, but you're doing it the wrong way. And I want you to start thinking about that right now as I am going to just talk to you briefly today. So thanks for tuning in today. I'm so glad that you are here and I appreciate you hanging in there with me. So thanks a lot and let's get started. So on today's episode, I really just want to encourage you all who are new caregivers. You're suddenly in charge of caring for someone and you really just don't know where to start. And you're really not even sure if you can do this. And you know, that's the place that we've all started. Not knowing how to even get this journey kicked off. You feel like your your plate is already full with other things. How in the world are you going to fit in caring for mom? Mom's sick, dad's sick, husband sick or has had a major injury. Those things turn our life upside down. But, you know, you've got to find a way to just take a deep breath and put on your thinking cap, put on your work boots, and get out there and try to make it happen 
in a way that will work for you and work for your family, work with your job, all of those things, because all of those things have, they, they intersect. They all connect. And you've got to find that way to keep everything afloat and also trying to determine what things you have to put on the back burner for now. Because when you're adding on the role of caregiver, just the weight of that role can at times just make your whole life off balance. And you can easily tilt the scale too far in the caregiving direction and then everything falls apart. Marriages could get strained. You lose relationships or connection with families or your job. Maybe on the line if you have to be off work too many times with caregiving tasks. So it's, it's all a big role that we all have to juggle and consider. So today, just real, just briefly, I just wanted to encourage you in saying that you don't have to have it all figured out. You just have to take the first step. Making the commitment to see which way you can go with this. And you don't know until you start. So start with today, trying to figure out how to integrate this caregiving role into what you already have going on. So I just want to encourage you to just learn. Learn about whatever it is you're having to deal with. What is the injury? What is the diagnosis that has been given? Learn as much as you can. I'm not saying go reading through all medical journals and getting bogged down with so many overwhelming things about the diagnosis. But I'm I'm saying just learn the basics first. Learn to know what is expected, what is going to be the prognosis, what are the things that typically come along with dealing with the person that you're caring for. And then after you're, you know, doing your Google searches. A lot of people talk about different diagnoses. You know, hear from caregivers who are caring for someone that has the same diagnosis that you're caring for. That's the place to start. I don't think you need to go back and reinvent the wheel on caregiving. That there are going to be some universal tactics and things that you want to use to employ as you are caring for your loved one. So you don't have to reinvent things. You can learn easy strategies, you know, like, oh, I didn't know you could do that. You know, get a a lot of those aha moments from people who've done it so that you don't have to struggle so much. You know, and then along the way, you're going to see that there are going to be some of those things that you hear about and read about that will work for you. But then there are going to be some things that are just going to be, no, no, that is not going to work. That doesn't fit the relationship that's going on here that I have with the one that I'm caring for. And that's that's not going to work. I can't do that. Then you know what? If you can't do that, then you move on. Don't commit yourself to something that will not work for you. And another point that I want to make is, as you're doing this caregiving journey, you will all, it won't take long to, to see that there are too many hats to wear. That you can't do it all. You can't continue to work in all of the roles that need to be done by yourself. And like I said earlier, you won't be able to continue in all of the other life tasks that you are also doing. Unfortunately, 
You've got to juggle. You got to factor in work. You got to factor in your pleasure, the things that you used to do. All of those things, you've got to like see which one of those things that I don't have wiggle room in. I have to work. Those things you have to prioritize and say that these are things that have to stay on the plate. There is no way I can take these off. I have to survive. I have to take care of my health. And those are the things that you you just have to stick to your guns about those. But then there are going to be some things that, that there are things that you can't do all by yourself. And you have to elicit the help of others. And when you're looking at eliciting the help of others, really look beyond immediate family. Because sometimes immediate family are not going to be those ones who step up to the bat to provide that hands-on assistance that you were hoping to be available from them. But I want you to be quick and not being so judgmental as well. You may be expecting them to do something that they are just not emotionally or physically able to do. Then you need to back away and say, well, if they can't come and visit mom every week, they can't come and do these things, or they may even live out of town, then you've got to be also realistic in their viewpoint in that they also have a life they live and they also have to make decisions that they think is best for them. You know, and unfortunately, we have some selfish family members that can do more and won't. You know, you just got to put a big X by their name and move on. And But those who are willing to help, you want to be careful not to put a wall up and say that because they won't do everything on a list that you created for them, that you're just not going to accept any help from them, then you are painting yourself into a corner. What you need to do is look at what their skills are. And maybe the things that they are good at, those are the things that they're offering. And then maybe there are some things that they can do that they didn't even realize are needed things that they can contribute to the care recipient. So as you're entering into the role of caregiving, or as you're transitioning and things are moving and changing, the plan that you had, that you were using prior, is no longer working because life is changing, then I want to caution you, don't get stuck. Guard against trying to keep a plan that is no longer working. You have to evolve. Where you didn't need caregivers before, you may need them now. Where you were allowing mom or dad to make some decisions and they were working before, but when mom and dad's decisions are no longer working and they are greatly impacting your life and your peace of mind, then there needs to be that hard conversation that says, mom, this is no longer working. We're now doing this. So you all, today's podcast is really an encouragement to say you can make caregiving work, but you've got to be careful in saying, I will make it work in the manner that is best for me. You can only commit to what you can do for this season, but please know that seasons change and what you're able to do now, you may no longer be able to do. It just means that a plan needs to be developed that allows for that care to be provided in another manner. You need to look at different strategies. You need to look at different equipment. You need to look at different 
locations of where the care can be provided. And that is okay. Being a caregiver does not mean you provide the hands-on care all the time. It does not mean you are the one who is providing all of the care. Being a caregiver means you are willing to oversee the care that is needed for your loved one, even if it means nursing home placement, even if it means assisted living placement, even if it means you're not moving from out of town back to town. You're not quitting your job, not unless you want to, not unless that is what you have in your heart to do. And if you do have that in your heart to do, do it. You do what works for you. Don't let someone else dictate that you can't care for your parents when you know you can. When you want to find a way to make it work, then do it. And also, if you are at the end of what you can physically do, don't get guilted into thinking to yourself that you have to do more when you can't. There is no guilt in you doing all that you can do, all that you can safely do. And that's it. That is all you can do. So look, that's it for today's um, podcast. And if you need help in just starting the process of thinking how you're going to evolve your caregiving plan, please visit our website. And just a little bit about me if you hadn't had a chance to really read my, my bio page and know a little bit about where I'm coming from is that I also was a caregiver to my mom who had had several strokes and that process started with her being in her home for several years but progressively worsening and having additional strokes. She did move in with me and she resided in my home for several years where she lived with me and my kids and then eventually I was no longer able to care for her in my home. And I had to make the decision of long-term care placement. And as another note, I am also an occupational therapist. And for, I know, over 20 years, I've been a therapist 27 years. I've been a home health therapist where I have worked in the homes. Well, look, I've done work in nursing homes. I've done some pediatrics, a little bit of that. I've done work in in rehab units. I've worked as a therapist on a skilled nursing unit. So I've, I've, I cycled through a lot of fields of occupational therapy until I really found my niche in home health. And in home health therapy, as a therapist, I have been into, look, I live in a little community and I, I can literally tell you I've been in thousands of homes and I've been in the same home multiple times because it's such a, a small community that I get to treat patients repeatedly. (laughs) I get to see families evolve in the caregiving cycle where, you know, I'm just aging myself. I have seen a patient 10 years ago and I've seen them again three years later and I've seen them a year later and look, and then three years later. And then I, I literally saw a patient 
a couple of months ago that I had treated 10 years ago. And she remembered, and the family remembered things that I taught them in the home. I go into homes, I teach them home safety. I mean, I, I work as a therapist as I'm identifying uh, deficits in motor skills and balance and coordination. And we address those deficits in the body. We do strengthening. We teach it how to use different equipments to compensate for deficits in the body. We work as occupational therapists to improve how a person functions. So if you have a loved one that you think should be doing a little bit more for themselves and you're helping them too much and you're really doing it because you don't know what they should be doing and really you don't know that there is a better way that they there if there are techniques that can be taught that can allow them to dress themselves, go to the bathroom, look at safety with toileting and grooming and showering, occupational therapists address it all. So I want to uh, invite you to use the consult page on the website and schedule a complimentary. Just talk with me as we can discuss what struggles you're having and give you some insight on some things you can do to decrease that burden (laughs) that you're under. If you feel like you're struggling too much, there is an easier way. You know, I'm just gonna say again, Caregiving may never get easy. I don't think it it is. It's not an easy job, but there are ways to make it easier. There are ways for you to go to bed and not hurt. There are ways that you can do tasks that make things safer for you and safer for them. So I want to encourage you to take advantage of that. So I appreciate you tuning in today. And I will see you again on next week. And just remember, I'm Consuela and Finding a Foothold, we're here for you. And Finding a Foothold cares about how you give care. Thank you and I'll see you again on next week. Have a good week.